Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Well it's been a while My last podcast was about establishing Quran boarding school with uh, In our institutions called Yayasan Da'wah Aldo Salam Together with Kanbaru Charity And also um, our Tafis House called Aldo Salam Tafis House in Pandau And you know that Pandau is actually a one of the place in Kampar but this is in the border of Kampar and Pekanbaru so well it's still real right anyway guys I would love to share that I'm very grateful with every single happiness that I could see from the eyes of our students and mashallah they have been with us for almost two months now and you know what we are facing lots of um, <laughs> you know adjustments because this is still new and we are still learning how to fix everything with the students and the students also are trying to uh, put themselves or adjust themselves in our big family and they have been like uh, you know starting the day super early like 3.30 they started the day every single day and they've got to do tahajud prayer they've got to do memorizing three times a day other than other lessons from the schools and also from our uh, institutions well um, we have been so glad and we want to say thank you so much for your support and alhamdulillah for every single prayers that you are giving us and I know that you have been giving us powerful prayer that um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always giving us showering us the best way the best timings for everything that we need especially in educating this generation you know and you know what uh, if I if I if I could say my personal feelings about this institution I mean, I mean about this um, Quran uh, dor- sorry, not dormitory, Quran uh, boarding school. Uh, we have a little different programs if we compare this with other Quran boarding school because in our Quran boarding school, we do not stop our students from taking different uh, level of study in the public schools. But when they come back home, so our boarding school is becoming the home and they are going to uh, to certainly do every single uh, program the way we manage and the way we want to apply every single day. Of course, it is a kind of, uh, what is it? It's a kind of huge things in their life and very much different from other kids around them why because most of the kids usually in these times are just you know go to school but in a week these days schools are not opening like like every day in a week but it's like three days or every other week they are studying and the rest of that they stay at home and having the online classes with the teachers and most of the kids who are not who, who who was in the past most of the kids who were in the past didn't learn about uh, things from the googles or from the internet these days willingly they've got to they've got to be facing internet like almost every day and they 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 are having very much less 
um, mobi- uh, mobility um, oh sorry mobility and they've got very less interaction with their friends offline or they did just uh, meet their friends perhaps on the whatsapp groups and this is very different from how we are interacting or studying in our institutions i i think that i'm sure and i i really i have the faith that with the program that we are doing inshallah our students are having good interaction one another and then they have a kind of uh, better social learning in the kind of group which are uh, developed together with them and being you know uh, being uh, uh, being able to communicate very well because they're going to meet each other they're, they're going to be in the same house and it's not only limited through the WhatsApp or through the groups of the internet social media that I've need to, to use during the pandemic well guys I think it is just a very short talk for me for this time but I just want to tell you I would love to express my gratitude my very highest gratitude to all of the prayers that you have been giving us and also the helps that in fact uh, that you are sharing to us and you know what this means a lot for the students this means a lot for their growth and it really helps them with their education and we are still we still open the chances for you if you want to have the yatims or duafa who are becoming your kids or your little sister or little brothers you can just help them by becoming their parents or their big bro or their big sis uh, by giving them help through education uh, fee or through education payment well guys that's it my uh, vlog <laughs> it's not my vlog though <laughs> that's it my um, podcast day and we're going to meet again very soon Inshallah, take care, stay healthy and happy. Wabillahi taufiq alaidah. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Guys, this time I would love to share to you a story requested by one of my little friend called Wisha. I really love to tell the story to Wisha because um, she is having such a big enthusiasm in learning English and also in standing in front of people to, to share the story and I really do hope that she and her sisters are going to be the best speakers later on in the future for good especially for this religion inshallah so guys Uh, the story is actually coming from the Sahabi of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Sahabi in English is actually the friend or the uh, companion. So as we know that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had 64 companions uh, living uh, in his time. But right now I would love to tell you one of the Sahabi, one of the companions uh, which had a very different and very unique personality if we just compare his personality with others companions 
living around Rasulullah Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam we would think that he is just super weird <laughs> so he's a kind of weird person but you know <laughs> he's giving laughters and also he he, he was giving joys uh, in the face of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and everywhere everywhere he went he was he, he was giving troubles but he was also super funny is just very funny and rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam appreciated that that he is cheering up people with his strange personality and also unique uh, ways in making jokes you know and in this story i would love to, to say that the story is called the funny prankster yep Uh, I, I, I make this title because he was actually a, a real prankster so <laughs> in the era or, or in the age uh, sorry in the year of Rasulullah's living and do you know uh, what his name was so his name was Nuaiman ibn Amr so Nuaiman so we just call him Nuaiman okay it's not it's, it's not so comfortable for me to read this whole three words especially in arabic words well so nuaiman is actually the person who are uh, sorry the person who was always with rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam but always give a kind of troubles in the uh, among them how how to say this sometimes these troubles are not only a little pranks you know it's not only little prank but It's sometimes very big things too, but let's start with one of the, the example, okay? So one day, one day, uh, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was still in his house, and Ayman was uh, going to, you know, uh, going to a market. And at that moment, there are sellers coming from out outside of Medina, and they come to Medina. And then Nuaiman went seeing them, and then when when Nuaiman saw these uh, groups of big, big uh, groups of sellers coming from outside of Medina, he saw that they brought so much tasty food, and they brought also delicious fruits coming to Medina. At that moment. Nuaiman only thought that these fruits are only uh, afforded, were only um, affordable for rich person or noble persons, you know, only the persons who are having much money, uh, who was able to, to, to buy these kinds of fruits. And at that moment, Nuaiman told one of to, to, or talk to one of the sellers saying like hey you know what uh, rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam wants to eat this fruit and nuaiman took all of the uh, the things i mean the, uh, he chose the fruits the best looking fruits and then uh, he put it on a tray so you can imagine that on the tray there are, there were wonderful and tasty fruits And Ayman went to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam's house and said that yeah Rasulullah please have these fruits and it is they are very tasty. And then you know, <laughs> Ayman was standing there and Rasulullah was so glad 
and Rasulullah was so happy seeing the fruit and Rasulullah was saying thank you so much to, to Naiman saying thanks and then Rasulullah wasallam started eating these uh, fruit and then you know what happened suddenly one of the leader of the sellers knocked um, knocked at the door of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and then he said that well our caravan uh, was visited by by this man and saying that you are buying <laughs> you are buying this fruit well maybe you can guess what happened right so no Ayman at that moment was just feeling look looks a little worried but he was actually not so worried because he's just a prankster in my opinion you know and Ayman was asked did you do this and why did you do this and then uh, Noaiman said well Rasulullah I actually really want that I, I wanted that you are the first person uh, who's eating this delicious food and actually I really want that too but I don't have money so uh, yeah Rasulullah please pay for this <laughs> so he was Rasulullah was not angry with him you know with this kind of prank and Rasulullah was loving and then Rasulullah was loving and Rasulullah just took the money from uh, his own and then he paid the seller and that that's actually just one of a little prank but what actually made um, Noaiman a special sahabi is actually he uh, he he joined the army of Rasulullah in three wars three big wars the first is Badr and then Uhud and then in Khandaq as you know that Khandaq was one of the very difficult war faced by Rasulullah and the companions and then uh, he was also uh, very close to Rasulullah and married to the sister of Abdurrahman bin Auf radiallahu anhu So he's kind of special companion, you know. And then that is just one of the the prank that I was just telling you before. But you know there is another big prank that he already uh, he did in the you know, during you know uh, <laughs> during the time of Rasulullah and all of the companion companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam already realized that he was one of the you know prankster but um, no one hated him at that moment they know that that he always give laughters and always funny to and always create jokes so one day Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam got a bedouin a bedouin Uh, coming to his house as a visitor and at that moment this rich Bedouin was very much interested in Islam and seems that he was asking a lot about Islam to Rasulullah and at that moment the friends of Rasulullah the Umar bin Khattab at that time 
and then uh, he was sitting outside uh, of the the house of Rasulullah and then Umar at that moment was sitting and looking at the camel possessed by this Bedouin uh, visitor and then when Nu'aiman passed by Umar bin Khattab said like this hey Nu'aiman look it's a good camel <laughs> do you know what happened just just saying that Nu'aiman did something extra something you know beyond our mind he slaughtered he slaughtered this camel you know he slaughtered this camel a little bit away from that place and then he was hiding so when the visitors finished and Omar bin Khattab was just shocked with what just happened in front of his eyes and Ayman was running away and the visitors and Rasulullah went out of the house and then he was asking where's my camel where's my camel and at that moment people are surprised and they're pretty shocked actually not only surprised but they're shocked and they have been searching for Nu'aiman who was hiding in a ditch hiding in a ditch exactly so he covered himself with mud hiding in a ditch trying to you know trying not to be seen by anyone but at that moment <laughs> Rasulullah could found could find him and he was loving looking at the very dirty Nu'aiman and Rasulullah himself the noble person that we we really put him as the first that we love so much even we love Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam more than ourselves our Rasulullah himself took Nu'aiman from the ditch you know and both of them are loving Nu'aiman was cleaning himself and Rasulullah was still loving you know that was Rasulullah loving so much and this visitor this guest from the Bedouin tribe and the, the other companions was like what happened actually they was astonished <laughs> they was shocked with what happened and in front of their eyes Rasulullah himself was loving too so at that moment Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam took the money from himself and paid this Bedouin visitor and even he added much more than uh, how much the camel should be at that, at that moment and then you know what they returned to the house of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and then they ate the feast made by the camel <laughs> slaughtered by Nu'aiman radiyallahu anhu so guys this is one of other story too and there are lots of other pranks that Nu'aiman uh, was doing maybe I'm going to place that later in different in different podcast okay you know I'm I, I, I'm trying to memorize this story and trying to explain this and I really do hope that you enjoy this Risha okay and I really do hope that 
later on if I'm telling the story about about Rasulullah or the companion of Rasulullah uh, it would be much better than this one seriously I really do hope that I can do much better than this one because I'm not so satisfied with this so see you guys thank you so much for listening and enjoy your day enjoy learning English see you again next time Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh